Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the Travel Bet Podcast for Saturday the 3rd of October 2020. I'm your host John Walker and with me as always is Andy Vaughn. Hello. And Gordo. Hello. Thanks uh, for covering for me last week guys. Uh, it was nice. It's always nicer to actually, annoyingly, right? Um, it's nicer to listen to an episode without my voice on it. Because I hate, mm-hmm. that's all I think when I listen back is I wish I could just like edit me out and put someone else's voice in. Like you know how they do that in sat-navs? Yeah, like a super cut. Yeah, because, like, like, like using you alone. Sports nigger. My bank. Yeah. yeah, that's it. It's one to nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a good week for the podcast as a whole, but not so much for me. But we'll just get cracking with the results. Um, my banker was Munchen Gladbach versus. Union Berlin. I took a goal in the second half, which came very early in the second half. It was the only goal of the game. They won one nil. Munchen Gladbach won one nil. I got my banker up, but that was pretty much where the the good news ends for me. But you guys had a another quality week. That's it, Andy. Take us with your banker. Would you have? Thank you for the introduction there. I don't I don't know how this bit works. I <laughs> am. <laughs> For the Patreon content, you can see what I'm doing to Andy at the moment. <laughs> Shonen versus Kawasaki for on sale. Uh, Kawasaki away win, uh, odds of 1-4. to four. And they won 1-0. I expected this to be uh, a lot more comfortable than that. But the halftime full-time came in as well for anyone that backed that. And the away win came in, which was the most important thing. Um, that game was Just on crazy. that, right? To sum up how good Kawasaki's goal-scoring form has been, I'm a big fan of doing an over 1.5 coupon. Uh, over 1.5 in that game was 28 to 1 on. 28 Jesus Christ! To 1 on. 1.03 on the Skybet decimal system. <laughs> Those, I don't, I don't Please go, tell I don't, me you do. I don't go lower than 1.20, so I don't go lower than 1 to 5. And I seen Good. that and I went, holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> The game was mental at the end. Uh, Shonen uh, had their keeper up for corners and all sorts of about like five minutes to go. It was played in torrential rain, like proper Jumanji weather. Um, <laughs> so I've got, I'm quite happy with it. The, the 1-0 win, the banker train rolls on. I think that's be 100% still for the season on, on the bankers. So hoping to keep as, up as, this week. as am I for the season, I believe. I am not. But this week I did get uh, Halmstad uh, to beat Leung Skill. God has done an Andy. His banker came in though. Maybe yeah. so. Maybe Zoom's just having a hard yeah, time computing that. I God, though, you just disappeared there for ages. Oh great! Oh well, that's fine. Well, uh, my banker came in, so that was it. That's all you need to know. It was two 0 It was just <laughs> before halftime, just after halftime. Basically, what we got there, God, though, was you go my banker, and then you froze for ages, and then went two 0 and that was it. <laughs> See, I quite Which like is the that, most important bit. Gary, Gary can edit that in like a much higher odds one and it was like um, but yeah so uh, uh, my banker came in comfortable with that 4-7 it was so 
a lunch, a lunch scale just a team just to bet against them? Just absolutely every dreadful. Every time you have chose against them, it's came in. It, the, the most interesting thing about that game was the fact that Lundskill made five substitutions as opposed to Halmstad, who made one. And Lundskill did it like mm. after half time, like back to back. Like they wasted their own time during that game to get it over with. <laughs> like they were the ones burning time, not the guys who were winning. So yeah, 2 0. Um, my value was in the Augsburg versus Dortmund game. I went over 1.5 goals in the second half. It was 1 0 to Augsburg in the first half, and then they scored quite early on in the second. Which pretty much, I think, Andy, you sent a message in saying this looks brilliant because it did. Mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way. Do it's really annoying? I looked yesterday uh, during the day for the German Bundesliga games because the last two times Dortmund haven't scored a goal, their following game has at least had four goals in it. So there was oh. a 5 2, a 6 0, but they actually played Bayern last night in the Super Cup and lost 3 2. Do you know you actually get shafted a lot more than you think in that game because right at the end, uh, but, uh, Dortmund were pummeling the goal. Augsburg ran up the other end and he was one-on-one and tried to do a flick instead of actually scoring. So it was like it was even like it was worse than that because the, the guys should have scored comfortably and it was only because they were ahead they didn't. Bastards. Aye. So my value, um, my value came good. It was Vizgalta Sendai versus Siozaka. Took away a win. Uh, odds of better than evens. They were 11 to 10 on Bet365. And they won 3 2 with a very, very late winner. <laughs> but they all count. Good stuff. All, all Andy's picks, you should bet like another goal in the last 10 minutes. Every Jazz. It's Japan. Aye. That's just what happens. Uh, and you've got to hope that, that it either goes for your team or they're already so far ahead that that goal doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> Um, but yeah so anyway I my value pick was Monaco versus Strasbourg which I thought was a lot more comfortable and it was actually if you take them in 3-6-5 because they went up 2-0 paid out nice easy paid out right but then fucking Monaco conceded a goal scored a goal to go up 3-1 and then get two men sent off yeah like that, they just are capable of this they ended up so from I think it was 67 minutes on they played with nine men only conceded one goal and won the game 3-2. So not at all comfortable unless you take it with 3-6-5 in which you could have retired early in that one. So yeah, uh, that came in for me and it went off at 7-10. So That was a a good week for Bankers and Value, I think 5 out of 6. Yeah, I was just just gutted about the Dortmund game but I was even more gutted about my outsider. Um, I took Real Betis at home with Real Madrid. Um, Real Madrid took the lead. Betis then went and recovered. They went 2-1 up. Real Madrid didn't equalise and then Betis got a man sent off. So Real Madrid went on to win 3-2 late on. But I really believe if Betis hadn't started just volleying people because that's all they were doing on the counter. There was no need for them even to be attacking. They had Real Madrid beat for the first hour. Um, but yeah, the red card definitely changed the game and Real Madrid went on and won 3-2. So that was really bloody annoying. Yeah, my outsider suffered a similar fate. Hertha versus Frankfurt. Hertha to have the half-time lead. And that went to hell when they <laughs> gave away a penalty in the in, in the first half. Dedrick Boyata, um, up up to his usual nonsense, um, and they they actually went in trailing two 0 at halftime. So I was I was miles away from the outsider this week. See, Dedrick Boyata always seems like the kind of guy for me who will end up at Hibs. You know, like we got Effie. Yes, like, do you know what? <laughs> I, absolutely, that is definitely his career path. It was just such a stupid challenge. I was yeah. watching the game, and as soon as he did, I was like, don't. You know, when you, you see it, it's going to happen. And, you know, as a fan, you're sitting there and you go, don't do it. Oh, he's done it. 
he's done <laughs> he's the thing. But yeah, <laughs> one of them. At my outsider also didn't come in. Uh, it was Verdi versus Kita Kyushu. Verdi took a first half lead and won the game one 0 So there was nothing really more to report there. Um, so yeah, uh, no no outsiders this week. And the charity, it's me that's hated charity for the last two weeks now. I'm you have, John. Oh my God, you have. We're getting a wee bit of reprieve. I just felt bad for the, the amount of bullying we were dishing your way. Yeah, well, that's fine. That's good. I, I'm, I'm glad taken, that you did this. I've taken Valencia twice since the season started because I thought they look good. The squad looks good. The team finished well with the season before. Lost, uh, drew 1-1 at home with Huesca. Right? Huesca battered them. Like they were the much better side. Valencia took the lead, but there's one each in the end. But Valencia were never winning this game. Like they were getting battered the full second half. And then I did share with you guys in our group chat. Most annoyingly, they went away at Real Sociedad. It's 5 to 1 midweek and 1 1 0. So just as they entered the cunts list, they're no longer viable. We bet on, they then pull out a 5 to 1. I mean, they can, they, can come, they can come off that list, John. No, nah, nope. Nope, they're on it. No, I mean, two in a row. You can't, you can't be two weeks in a row and stay on. The, stay on. So, can, so for the up, updated but, 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 list, we've got Hamilton, Kilmarnock, uh, Valencia Stoke, and Stoke. 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 Stoke, are, Stoke are cemented. Yeah, that's, a, that's an odd but, list. But that's not necessarily your or my list, Gordon. So uh, I mean, so looking I forward would, to you. I would never touch Valencia. I wouldn't even bet against them. I wouldn't even bet. Do you know what I've seen a... I seen a Facebook memory of mine um, from the opening weekend or like the third weekend of a season, and I must have been out for like a cooking day, and it was the start of the season where Blackpool had just been promoted. Yep. And my the headline of my tweet or Facebook post was like, "Do not bet in games involving Wigan." So it was like Wigan v Blackpool, definitely Wigan at even money. Blackpool one four one. I was like, "Oh, well, Stoke will beat Wigan because Stoke had been in the Premier League for like four years at that point." Wigan one two one. And then I bet against Wigan at home to Tottenham and they drew two each. And I was like, right, that's it. You just can't kind of bet either way on a Wigan game. Never. Cut. So, no, I say Valencia. Valencia, Stoke, Kilmarnock, Hibs up. Aren't even allowed. Hibs? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Gordon, we'll get to your picks, but um, aye, aye. you guys came good in your charity picks. Yeah, my charity pick again in Japan, Nagoya versus the Shimizu S-Pulse. Um, you'll know from the, the Facebook group and all in the chat we have on that, that Shimizu S-Pulse are just a team to fade, you know, and basically whoever they're playing. As long as it isn't one of the other bottom three or four, which could be a coin flip, you can just back against them. Uh, Nagoya won comfortably 3-1. And I had uh, Alison versus Rosenberg. Uh, Rosenberg won away from home. Alison are pretty bad. The reason you were getting a good price in Rosenberg was because they played... Uh, Europa League midweek and they're actually playing again tonight um, but yeah so you got 6-11 to 11 on them uh, Rosenberg won that game so. so that was last week's pick we'll just go straight on to this week's pick um, I'm hoping- oh it's a super fast episode Oh, yeah, yes. I know I'm um, starting a job, mate. I need to fly through this as quick as possible. No messing about. <laughs> um, I'm going to redeem myself. I feel very confident in all of my picks this week. Like, really, really confident to the point that I will definitely be happy to do the super cutting and I will be doing a fourfold on all my picks. That's how confident I am on everything. So, my opening pick is in the Portuguese Primera Liga, and it unfortunately involves our, our man Ryan Gold's team. Ferenza are away to Benfica. Um, Benfica like one to fifteen to win the match outright. 
A goal in the second half, however, is one to six. Now, I know those sound like shite odds, but if you consider the fact that Benfica are going to probably pump Forenza, um, it's happened in both their games. Benfica have had two goals in their two opening games in the second half. Forenza have had one goal conceded in the second half. One to six for a goal in the second half is just an absolute steal of a banker. I don't get why you're even getting... I know that sounds silly, but that's really good odds to me. Like, say if you were minted, I would be so comfortable betting massively on that at one to six. I am uh, following your lead, John, with a goals bet, something that I very, very rarely ever do. And I'm also not in Japan. So my banker is Friday evening, nice uh, nice early one for you, 7.30pm UK time in the Bundesliga, Union Berlin against Mainz, and I'm going to be taking a goal in the first half at odds of 2-5, to five, which has happened in 14 of 15 of Mainz's previous 15 games. Um, there's only one time has the first half been goalless in that. Uh, head-to-head-wise, Union Berlin and Mainz, uh, there's a lot of goals in these games. Uh, Mainz have been getting battered of late, losing 4-1, 3-1, winning 5-1 um, the game before that in the Cup. Uh, Union Berlin's game see goals as well. Uh, last couple of games, 3-1, one each. Uh, but the way that these teams start and the way that Mainz love seeing goals in the first half, I'm happy at big odds of 2-5 to five, uh, to take a first-half goal in Union v Mainz. I'm, I'm well happy with that. I haven't even seen that because... It's a Friday game. I always go straight to Saturday and just go through all the leagues. Missing the best bit of the missing the best bit of the weekend, mate. Um, is, is that way though? A banker on a Friday night either means, well, hey, let's ride out the, the rest of the weekend. This could be a great week, or it could be fucked from the get go. Uh, so, the re reback is on. The, um, yeah, I, I think that's I, I think that's a good bet, and I think it's a good bet as well because Union Berlin have just signed Carius, who is absolutely liable for shipping goals. <laughs> just chucking one in just chuck one in yeah, he might just do it for you um, but yeah good, good bet good bet um, my banker for this week is Hibs versus Hamilton this is also a Friday night game this is night, uh, 7.45 Friday night um, last four times this fixture's been played Hibs have won it they've won it 2-1 2-0 6-0 3-1 had a rough couple of games playing Celtic playing uh, Rangers and playing Aberdeen over the last kind of couple of games so we lost to Celtic we drew with Rangers um, we beat St Mirren actually in between that 3-0 away from home uh, and lost to Aberdeen but I, I think the time the kind of teams that Hibs are beating just now so when we've played teams that are around this level that being St Mirren that being St Johnson um, Livingston Dundee United we've done well uh, the only blot in our copybook really with these kind of teams is Motherwell and Aberdeen we got a 0-0 draw with Motherwell and lost 1-0 to Aberdeen however I think we're going to have enough to beat Hamilton um, and at 4-11 I like those odds so 4-11 Hibs to beat Hamilton I don't like it Hamilton are a horrible team we've already told you they're on the list they are on the list but it's back in against I, I don't my list doesn't feature Hamilton but they won away at Livingston Motherwell in games they got pummeled. They're liable for a draw against weird teams that are better than them. I just, I just was like, pure hate this. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not as as a Dundee United fan. I hate playing Hamilton, but I understand it's uh, obviously very different for other clubs. But, Hibs, but me Hibs, as a United Hibs fan, a better team. Hibs oh yeah, Hibs should win. I detest. But we John, don't have history of losing to Hamilton. Like John, that's the thing. Most teams in that league can say they're a better team and should beat Hamilton. Yeah, 
and it, and it just do, it, do, it doesn't happen all the time. I actually quite like the pick Gordon. Um, if it if it was at Hamilton, I would not be keen. Yeah, um, no, that's that's. So Hamilton's two classic pitch have came away from home. So against Motherwell, against Livingston, but they took an absolute doing from Celtic. They lost to Kilmarnock and the El Plastico. That's the that's the derby. <laughs> that. Um, so yeah, but that's my pick for this week: Hibs Hamilton. Okay, I've said my piece. I've nothing more to say. That's fine. Um, my value. I, I honestly think this is this is the best value I'm going to have all season. I think the odds are ridiculous on this. I, I'm assuming they will change because I don't see why they're so high. Leeds versus Man City, five thirty Saturday night. Both teams to score in the second half is thirteen to eight. So just under two to one. Both teams to score in the second half. It's happened in both Man City's games so far. It's happened in two thirds of Leeds United's game. The only game it didn't happen in, so Leeds United played three, was Sheffield United, who are notoriously defensive and boring. These two teams will go for each other the same way Leeds and Liverpool did, the same way Leicester Man City did, the same way Man City Wolves did. It will be an. It, this, this to me is like one of the games that I'm properly looking forward to seeing what happens because we've talked about it before. Bielsa will just play the way Bielsa plays. This will be mental. Yep. This is. Yeah. We done a podcast two weeks ago for the start of the Premier League, and I said that I think this year's Premier League is going to be mental, and it has been. It's like three, it's been brilliant. Five to just everywhere, just goals galore. There's been like, there's been three, four threes already in the Premier League, and like six three twos. That's ridiculous for three opening rounds fixtures. Yeah. This will be a high scoring game. This will be another like four three, three two, three each type game. Both teams to score second half is thirteen eight. I do not understand why that's the case because both teams are going to score in the second half. They will attack to the end no matter what the score is. Um, you don't need the Man City. Man City Leicester is the perfect advert for how I think this game will be as well. Just both teams going for it. Um, but both teams to score second half in that game is 13-8. to eight. Amazing odds. I am um, in the J-League. We're, we're back, back in Japan. Japan. Uh, back in Japan, uh, Saturday morning, 7am UK time. So a reasonably early start for this one. And it is second versus top of the table. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Siyazaka versus Kawasaki Frontale. And I think there's plenty of value um, taking top of the league Kawasaki Frontale. Odds of four to five, which is which is pretty huge, um, yeah. in my opinion. They've won their last five in a row. Uh, some absolute blistering score lines in there uh, 5-1 against Hiroshima um, uh, 3-2 3-0 against Uruguay. so they're, they're, they score a lot of goals we've already alluded to it already um, Siyazaka are second in the table but they are 11 points behind and they've, they've scored 29 less goals <laughs> that's just absolutely incredible so Kamazaki have scored 59 goals through uh, 20 matches played that is just shy of three a game uh, Siyazaka, a much more normal 30 through their 20 uh, games played. Uh, Kawasaki have conceded 18 and Siyazaka conceded just slightly more um, with 20. So the, the goals favour really is um, with Kawasaki frontal here. Um, I think that they'll just come out and they could easily win this game. Um, I think you're getting a really big price uh, at around even money, especially because Siyazaka's faulted a wee bit of late. Um, three games ago, they lost at home to the Kashima Antlers. That's not a great result. They then went to Tokyo and beat 2-0, um, albeit in their last fixture, they won 3-2, uh, as my value bet, actually. But that took, a, that took a stoppage time goal to beat Vigalta Sendai, who are rubbish. So their last three games, 
they've not shown very much at all. Uh, whereas Kawasaki have just continued to press on. Uh, so I really that this is the reason I didn't do Kawasaki Banker uh, on the double chance because I actually think they'll win this game. Um, so I think they're good enough to be in the in the value slot at, at big odds of uh, four to five, five to six. Yeah, I like that, and I like both teams to score. I like Kawasaki both teams to score. So, both teams score forty six, which is amazing as well. Um, over two point five is forty seven, which is probably too slight for me to even look at the overs. But yeah, both teams to score Kabazaki win as well. I think it's amazing. You're getting that eight to five. So I think there's really that sums up how tight the both teams to score market is as well. But yeah, I, yeah, I fancy Kabazaki and I really like the doubling up the both teams to score as well. Good stuff. I am in France for my pick. I am in this is on the fourth, so I believe this is actually a Sunday game for here. It's at four o'clock and it is the confusing derby of Stad yeah. Rennes versus Stad Riem. Um, (laughs) get it get it right brian um so yeah so uh ren at home have been fantastic they've been really really good i've covered this before their last seven games they've won straight up like uh, at home uh riem have been bad away from home they lost in the i think it was the europa league they played yeah europa league qualification semi-finals against mull fervahar and penalties Um, they lost to mets in the league they only beat servette which is a a Swiss team I think they only beat Servet in the previous round of um, the Europa League 1-0 they lost to Angers and they drew with Monaco now if you look at the standings in the league overall Rennes have played five games they've won 13 uh, they've got 13 points Uh, Riem have played five games and have one point I was thinking about including this as a banker because of how confident I was on it however um, I put it in the value column because I think it also covers that, really. It's 7-11. to 11. The only thing that goes against this game is the fact that Riem have beaten them in the past, the last couple of times they've played. However, winning seven games on the spin versus a team who are shaky away from home, I like it. John doesn't like it. Why do you not like it? it? I hate it. I hate, I hate it. it so much. So those games you've mentioned, so weirdly, Riem or Rem, however you call them, in those defeats... Three out of the four defeats have had them with the man sent off. Um, I think they are such a dull team. If they keep 11 men on the pitch, they can get a boring, boring draw. And that's what they based, That's how they got in the Europa League last year, was beating teams 1-0 and just defending. That's the thing that Fraser Hornby's watched. I've watched loads of them. That Monaco game, they chucked that away. They were, they were in complete control of that game. They should have won that game comfortably as well and just chucked it. The Mall Fervar game, the Europa League game, they fucking battered them. Like, absolutely rotten. But also, see Fraser Hornby's not going to play God though. I just bitterly want to support the bet, but I really think it's dodgy, man. I think they are so capable of getting a draw. Um, I, I, I don't think so. If look at the teams that Ron have beaten in the last thing. They beat Monaco 2-1, they beat Montpellier 2-1, they beat Saint-Etienne 3-0, they beat Angers. All the teams that Riem have lost to, uh, Ron have beaten. So all those teams that they're coming up against, they beat. They're a great team at home. They've lost, like, if you look at their last, I think it's 15 home games. They've drawn one, lost one, and won the rest. So this is going to be another win for Wrong. I'm very confident with this. I've said my piece. You've said your piece. (laughs) You said your piece. I'm taking the fifth. Good. Um, outsider is in the Russian Premier League 
It is the top two. It's Spartak, who are second at home to Zenit, who are first. I'm taking the home team, Spartak, because as I mentioned, second we first. They're level on points, only separated by goal difference, and you're getting Spartak at 13-5. Makes no sense to me. Um, Spartak have won the last three home games. Zenit have drawn two and lost one of the last three away games. All two teams with a worse home record this season than Spartak. So I don't know masses about the Russian league. I'm just following statistics here. To me, this looks like you're on the right side if you're taking 13 to 5 Spartak at home to Zenit, based on the fact that Spartak have won the three home games and Zenit have dropped points in all of them, drawn two, lost one. Um, the team they lost to was Dinamo Moscow, who just had a slightly worse home record than Spartak, but uh, I think it was Ural and Lokomotiv they drew with, who are way lower than that, but they're really good at draws. Spartak will not lose this game. I really feel confident in that, but 13 to 5 is just too good to turn down for the top two in that league. It just doesn't make any sense. Um, so I'm really comfortable. Spartak Moscow, home to Zenit St. Petersburg, 13 to 5. Don't like it. I don't know why. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> boys, boys, boys. No, that's a. Uh, nah, it sounds like a good pick anyway. And um, I am very much up for you getting a wee outsider in there. Because you're, I mean, to be fair, your value is nearly an outsider. So. Those are ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that, that one is. That's going to be my bet of the season. I don't see how that's not working, by the way. That's ridiculous. Okay, I'm going to clip that. Uh, Andy, what you got? Back in Japan, lads. Um, the Japanese J-League. This time on Sunday morning at 9am, the Urawa Red Diamonds against Nagoya Grampus 8. So uh, on some sites, you'll see them just called Grampus 8. And you're like, who the hell's that team? That's And on other sites, it's Nagoya. So... Um, I'm actually taking the home team for a home win for the Urawa Red Diamonds at odds of 11 to 5 so pretty pretty big um, and the reason that the reason I like this I don't know if I really like it in all honesty but the, the, the <laughs> reason I'm taking it the reason I'm taking it is they're only separated by three points in the table um, through 20 games Urawa notoriously inconsistent they can come out and, and lose to Yokohama and then and then the next week beat Siozaka one of the top teams um, quite comfortably uh, Nagoya's away record's also pretty terrible uh, certainly recently they've lost their last five away games on the spin um, so I think this is this is a uh, sorry they've, yeah one two Lost their last four, and the one before that was a nil-nil draw with Sapporo, who aren't very good. So they're not travelling well. Um, they're basically around each other in the league table. Urawa can be incredibly inconsistent. I think the big price here is of 11 to 5 what's tempting me into into a home win. But I certainly won't be putting this on any uh, on any in any coupons. This will this will very much just be uh, as part of the outsider tricksy that we do. So Urawa Red Diamonds home win 11 to 5. Yeah, they're on the right side. Fine by me. Now, my outsider comes with one of the best stats in football. These two teams have had a run of 83 combined competitive games without a nil-nil draw, right? Wow. This is the most both teams to score game I've ever seen. This is Hoffenheim versus Frankfurt. So Hoffenheim, after last week, came off a huge win against Bayern Munich where they won 4-1. Frankfurt have been doing really well as well. They've won three one away from Hertha Berlin. They did a disappointing draw at home with Armenia Bielefeld. Uh, they beat eighteen sixty Munich. They lost to Ajax. Like these are two teams in hot form. I just fancy Hoffenheim to take it. I think it will be both teams to score. I even looked at both teams to score in the first half, which is nine to four, which is a bigger price than Hoffenheim to win overall. So that's maybe something to look at for people who don't fancy taking an actual side in this game. 
Um, I fancy Hoffenheim though because the last ten games they've played, they've won eight, uh, drawn one, lost one. Um, if you look at Frankfurt, they've been playing really good teams over the time that they they've been out here. If you have a look at they've played against Monaco from like these are club friendlies and obviously, but they've they've played against some really really good teams. Um, their disappointing results have come against teams where you think they, they probably should have done some better in there. Uh, Armenia Bielefeld being one of them in uh, FC Cologne towards the end of last season there. Um, I, I'm taking Hoffenheim here, and it's because it comes up for me as a coin flip, but I'd much rather be on the side of the coin that beat Bayern Munich 4-1. Um, they're playing really, really exciting football. They're both banging in goals. It's going to be a great game to watch. This one is live on BT Sport as well. Um, so for anyone that actually watch, wants to watch it, so in summary, my odds, uh, my my pick for this one is I'm taking Hoffenheim away at seven to four. Um, if anyone fancies looking at some other markets, nine to four on both teams to score in the first half is a big price as well. Yeah, I like that. Um, I would actually also look at if, if it's on live, you get the score and win. Yeah, um, I would buy. I would double that and try and find out what you're getting for Kramaric to score and Hoffenheim to win. He scored seven in his last three. So they get a double against Bayern, they get a hat-trick the week before, and they get a double the week before that. Um, mm-hmm. Anyone who was watching the German League at the end of the season, he scored four goals away at Dortmund in a 4 0 win in the last game of the season when Dortmund had to win, and they also had to win to try and get Europa. So they've been yeah. kind of continuing on the form. We said this during lockdown, there is still that key stat in Germany where there are a lot of away wins. Yeah, and and I look at it, I was also looking at, I mean, Frankfurt have got hot, shooting uh, Andre Silva at the moment, who's got 10 goals in the last 12 games following the lockdown. Um, but yeah, Kramaric has been fantastic. There's been mental away wins. So and I will, on that, I'll be so surprised if it ends up now. No. I, like I like that. Both those players to score. Kramaric, Hoffenheim. I like the Hoffenheim. I like both teams to score in the game just in general for that. I, I, I think those are more bang for odds because of the goals that are happening. But Bundesliga in the first two rounds of fixtures, round one, Three home wins out of ten. Mm-hmm. Round two, two home wins out of ten. So yeah. the market is still there for all these away wins. And see if you actually look at the home win last week, with the two home wins are actually quite surprising. Hoffman they were shock home wins. Yeah. Augsburg beating Dortmund. Yeah. So like, those are fixtures where you could have seen zero home wins quite comfortably. And yeah. before that, the home wins were Bayern, Leipzig, Dortmund. Yeah. So outside of those teams you're getting masses of away wins or masses of away turnouts. So mm-hmm. with just that statistical anomaly as well, without the full crowds, I know Germany are getting some of their crowds back. It is a really good bet just statistically on two teams that are playing and also the fact that there's still this a massive anomaly with teams not winning points at home. For yeah. sake, in the Premier League, you've seen it with Man City v Leicester. Like oh. This is throwing up weird results. I love it. I'm going to watch the game anyway. Uh, I encourage everyone to actually watch this game because it's going to be interesting. See if we can break that 83 game nil-nil streak. Get yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. I look forward to I look forward to being nil-nil in the 89th minute and Kramaric scoring a goal that gets chopped off controversially by VAR. Yeah, that yes. <laughs> um, over the charity bet, ten pound of our own money. On the treble, if it comes in, the full profit's got to beat some cancer trust. If it doesn't, we send over a tenner at the end of the season anyway. Um, my charity bet is in the Dutch second division. It's NEC Breda at home to Young Ajax. The home team are 4-6. to six. Breda have won all five of the league games so far. They are top of the league. 
Ajax have won their last three, but they uh, they got beat in the first two of the season, so they are like mid table just now. They've beaten teams that they should have beaten in the last three matches. That's why I'm still happy to still take Breda to win this game. Breda to win at 46 on the back of five wins is just really good. And it's also really exciting for us because we watched Lewis Farini, who's Scottish under 21 at Nationalist. Um, also, the star striker is Pierre Van Hoydonk's son, Serge Van Hoydonk. So there is like loads of like little cool. You, wow. Rossler's son, also plays for them. So there's like loads of wee cool connections from 90s football if you want to have a look. But NEC Breda have won all five of their games so far this season. You can't really argue with it. They are four to six to beat Young Ajax. My charity pick, I'm in the Danish Superliga, which is three games in now. Uh, Friday, 6pm, so another early game for me. Randers versus Bronby. So we're only three games in, but Bronby are three from three, top of the table on nine points. And that includes two really good wins against good teams and local derby rivals, FC Copenhagen and FC Norgeland. So they've earned those nine points. Uh, Randers have four points, but their win to, to get to get three of those points was against Horsens, who are absolutely dreadful and the only team on zero points. So I would get on the away win Bronby sooner rather than later. It is 11-8 to eight on William Hill, which is, quite frankly, far too big. Um, uh, so yeah, I love it. I, I wanted this in my main pick somewhere and couldn't find a place for it. Uh, yeah. At odds of 11-8, of I just think that's that's absolutely massive. Um, so that should be a good boost to the charity, um, the charity bet, and start it off right on on Friday evening. So Randers v Bronby away win Bronby. Nice. And unusually, my my charity bet isn't on Friday. Uh, you've you've got the majority of the Friday games this week, Andy. <laughs> um, my game is on Saturday. It is at six o'clock at night, and it is Chateauroux versus New York. So, if you look at the start of the season so far in the French lower divisions, overall they've played five games and. Overall, in five games, New York are top of the league. They've taken 11 points from their five. Chateauroux have played five and have taken four points overall. Now, Chateauroux, it'll be concerning for because they've lost to teams they shouldn't be losing against. Uh, they lost to Sporting. Uh, they lost to uh, La Havre. They beat Cayenne. Uh, they lost to Auxerre and they drew with Amiens. And we covered how shit Amiens were get dropping down a division like they they sold all their players like they were absolutely dreadful and they could only manage a nil nil draw with them. It was a bit embarrassing for them, considering Chateauroux got a man sent off. Like, that's it. And Am- Amiens, like, they-, they couldn't do anything about it. Like, that's it. Chateauroux are not a very good team. The good team in this instance is Niort. Niort's away form has been great since they both started. They've won both their games 1-0 against better teams. So they beat Guingamp, who, decent team as well. And they beat Toulouse as well, who are another one who got who dropped a division there. Um Sorry, that, that one was actually a club friendly there, but um, I'm taking the what, uh, X2 market here because the last two meetings of these teams have ended in a draw. One was in the cup where New York went on to win in extra time. Uh, the other one was in the league. I see this game being, uh, I think X2 is the best market you could take here. I don't think you see Chateauroux winning it. And at odds of three to five, I think that's a good pick. Um, New York have been good away from home. I see this being an either a 1-0 win for New York or a 0-0 draw still. So, I like it. I like it. Even yeah, good, good chance of that. Value picks. That is good chance of that charity treble coming in. That's it. Just before we leave, usual call to action. Join the Facebook group. If you're a listener to this and you're not in the Facebook group, you are missing out. It's not just us in charge of this. This is 
everyone. It's a private group. If you're a listener, you come to join, they'll accept you as long as you're not spamming people. But you will see as soon as you join, there's apps, there's such a diverse group of people who are into different sports and bringing different things. And God, you were saying before we started, we finally get somebody who likes Speedway. Like, yeah. Speedway covered now. I seen Andy mm. taking that that pick, but it, it got it got drained off, I believe. But yeah. So, uh, also in that Facebook group, John is where the uh, the the fantasy uh, sports guys are. Um, we had the fantasy baseball winner this year, Chris Kelly, who um, absolutely dominated the league. That's all done. So, w- well done, Chris Kelly. Your photos in the Trample Bet Hall of Fame as our um, fantasy baseball winner for twenty twenty. Uh, we also have the Fantasy Premier League as well. Um, how are you guys getting on in that just now? Good. Which, which one? The draft one or the fantasy one? The fantasy one. Oh, mate, which I, is I, led lost, I lost being, the after week one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's being led by Jamie Hutchinson just now. Uh, a total of 208 points. Second place, Ollie Hornby, 187. So a bit of a gap starting starting to open up at the top of the table already so well done Jamie um how are you getting on in the draft one John what was your what was your result like last week no idea mate no idea I don't even know was I playing uh, yeah, yeah. I absolutely <laughs> destroyed you <laughs> hey, Jamie Vardy destroyed me let's be honest yeah my win took me up to thirds in the table, but there's two guys uh, that need a shout out for being undefeated so far in the draft league: uh, Eddie Friel and Andrew Sweeney. So, so well done, lads. Have either of those people played God though? Um, Sweeney's played me once, and I, I got a win last week. I'll have you know. Oh, it's like- I've some interesting. I mean, Thiago Alcantara got a uh, coronavirus, which really didn't help my my, my chances this hey. week. I've been looking, I didn't realise you could like do transfers in this one as well. So I was looking and it was like, right, I had Petty in and I was like, right, Petty's clearly no starting. So uh-huh. I had the option of putting Shabayos back in. So I was like, brilliant, he started the first two games. Shabayos in, Arsenal away Anfield. Oh, cool, Elneny's starting. Yeah. I was like, I need, <laughs> so I need people to play if I had any chance of recouping Andy and Jamie Vardy's 19 goals against Man City. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these penalties. <laughs> so pe- that's one thing to look at. Um, Penalties this season. Yeah. Honestly, like, man. Honestly. Oh. Um, also, uh, you guys done a baseball Patreon episode? Yeah, the baseball uh, episode is up on Patreon. You'll find a link to it in, in the Facebook group or you'll find it on our Patreon site. So patreon.com forward slash trampled bet. And it's open to everyone. Um, it takes you through the baseball playoffs. If you're a baseball fan, it's uh, quite an interesting listen. If you're not, maybe you'll pick up uh, a couple of tips. Uh, so the playoffs go on all the way to the World Series at the end of October. Um, so it's free for everyone. Just go on the Facebook group, find the link. It's a video episode between me and Gordon where we where we talk baseball for 45 minutes. And on the Patreon, we do extra podcasts with the UFC. We'll do darts. We'll do extra football episodes as and when European football is kind of back in proper. So group stages is what I consider proper. You also get all the picks from the podcast written down. On, a, on one sheet of paper, a nice infographic that you can pull up on your phone so you don't have to sit and try and remember all our picks or, or take notes as you listen. And if you're joining just now, it's $6.50 per month, but Patreon have updated their system, so it should now be presented as 5 quid per month without VAT present as well. So it will be a fiver that you're paying per month as of now if you've corrected your thing. So we will get that updated. But if you want to join, there's loads of extra episodes. It's patreon.com forward slash tramplebet. And that was the podcast. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting.
Social Podcast Network.